I didn't see that thing. It doesn't look like it's on. Don't make that noise. Okay. Okay. You are listening to Decaf, a weekly podcast by the Beacon Center of Tennessee. I am Taylor, and I'm joined again by Mark, Dynamic Joe, back in action. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. It's got to be like some kind of record for us over the summer. I feel like everyone's on vacation. That's right. Um, so we're just going to jump right into our topics for this week. First one I want to talk about is kind of a sad one, Ross Perot. That was a sad loss for America. Very sad. He was 89, too. I thought he was 110. I didn't oh, know. I was yeah. going to say like 115. I know. Like He looks not great. I mean, well, it's not, he's dead, so I shouldn't insult him. But he did not look great before... But and like when he ran for office, he did, he looked the same now as he did when he ran in 1992. You can either say he didn't age, or he aged really poorly on the front end. We'll say didn't age. Yeah, that's a really nice. We'll say Ross Perot did not age. He's yes. the ageless wonder. From 92 on, Ross Perot exactly the same. Wonder. This is like a terrific eulogy we're giving. Yeah, oh God, we, don't do not let us speak at his funeral. That don't, would be awful. No, don't let him speak at the funeral. But I will say that impression. like I know that my uh, my dad really liked. Him. My dad voted for him in 92, and like I know, I know he was very like. Like disenfranchised with the Clinton George H W Bush thing, and he's like, "Well, I mean, at least I like the guy's smart, and he understands economics." Well, that's kind of where I am as far as my voting strategy goes. I, um, I always vote. I think it's really important to vote, but I tend to be a person who votes for who I like rather yeah, than who's party. like strategically the best person to vote for because it is my vote, and yeah. so I don't know. I. I can't say that I wouldn't have voted for him if I, I mean, I was all of one like, year old. Yeah, it's not, yeah, that's right. Um, one year, hey, soon they're going to have laws to make one year olds be able to vote. Seriously. I know, it's not, really it's, it's, it's not far away. That's right. But I, I've seen a lot on social media and a lot of articles that have been written about how he's kind of ahead of his time. Like yeah. now in America, we desperately need a third party candidate, I think that a lot of people would say, because a lot of people don't really identify with either party and they need that third option. Now, whether or not a, a three party system would work in America, America, I don't know, and I don't really think so, but I am a little jaded. And he, I mean, he, I remember, like, I took a political science class, and in 92, they had a Time Magazine, like, article saying, like, he's ahead in the polls, but can he win the presidency? So, Brosborough's actually winning at some point, I and I think, like, he could have been a president. He's, I think, the only legitimate third party candidate we've probably ever had. I, know. I mean, maybe like 1850, I don't know, like the Whig, but right, uh, who knows? That, yeah. I didn't pay attention during those days of poli sci, but. Yeah. Um, in the 1850s, you didn't pay attention? No, okay. We talked about that. I didn't, I didn't pay attention. Don't to my mom, but um, I think that Ross Perot um, really. He, he was ahead of his time just in that his ideas were um, the 30 minute infomercials maybe not ahead of his time maybe well I mean I get I mean sham well I mean there's there's a lot of infomercials now snuggy saying like he conveyed his ideas in a way where he was like I am focused on the principles I don't care about the party and I'm gonna say what I think and a very boring but smart man but I did see a lot of people I think oh, no. I should have a 30 minute infomercial of me explaining why nobody would watch that that would be terrible I, 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 raise your hand out there I'm, put, I'm pretty sure 12 minutes dealing with you like once a week is really tough. 30 minutes would be like suicidal for me. I'm really glad we're keeping an insult count today. Like, <laughs> yeah, the insult count is back. But all of that to say that it really was a sad loss and I think that people, at least I, kind of forgot about Ross Perot at the end of his life. And then now that he's gone, people are looking back at his life and saying, oh wow, he kind of forged a path for people who don't identify with parties but have something to say. Yep. Okay. okay That's that a good, was a great good, way to end. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so keeping with the political theme, um, the Democrat, the Democratic presidential election oh, is really heating up. I think everybody and their mother is running and everybody's holding press conferences that where they basically say nothing. And but as far as the polling goes, you've been following this pretty closely. There's I mean there's so much crazy stuff going on. So first of all the first guy dropped out yesterday. Um I, the guy from California, I don't remember his name. Yeah. 
but really he, a donkey. Yeah, he was 37, and, I, and he was in college loan debt. I know yeah. that. He said it like 45 times. Um, so that guy he dropped out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so Biden seemed to have a pretty commanding lead. Um, and it took all – it took was one debate, and he went from like 35% to – he's it's the rest of the field now. So it's him, yes. Elizabeth Warren, mm. um, Kamala Harris. Oh, Kamala Harris was the big winner of those debates. Okay. We're not going to say our personal feelings on people, but, like, she was clearly the winner of those she debates. Um, Especially with her earned media after that. Oh, yeah. I've just been watching people writing about her, not even her ads, and she is all over the Internet. That's right. She is. And then Bernie Sanders is still, like, hanging on. Um, another guy who has not aged, but because he looked bad to begin with. But, I mean, yeah. he's not aged in the last 30 years. No, but it's because as a 45-year-old, he looked like he was 80. Right. Um, but, yeah, so he, he's, still, heart. he's still hanging on there. And it's like – and then Mayor Pete's still there. Like, we just really don't know what happened. Mayor where Pete's really making a name for himself amongst the millennials. He is. He is. And, and the interesting thing is, like, it's the same thing as last time. It's like there's this clear, or I guess not last time, but 2012, like they're like, oh, Hillary Clinton's the nominee. It was the same thing for Biden with the very clear he's going to be the nominee. Like it's and weird. Now it's a horse race. And, and it happens every time. Every time, I remember when it's supposed to be Rudy Giuliani, the obvious the obvious Republican, like he was out by Florida. I know. Like anytime political commentators say they know what's going to happen, don't they, they very clearly don't. And then that the one guy announced he's running to the, the whatever trillionaire green energy guy. Um, oh, God. Next gen. I can't think of his name right now. I can't either. Do, but you I know, remember his name? No, okay. I know who you're talking about because I saw it on Twitter. Tom Steyer. Tom Steyer. Yes. So he announced him and his 1.6 trillion dollars or whatever talking about taking money out of politics as he's going to spend $100 million that on his own race. Sure. Um, so that'll be but it, it's, interesting. So if you take away any of our personal perspectives mm-hmm. on like who we like and who we don't like. It's a it's an interesting race to watch. Oh, absolutely. And then you've got Justin Amash who on the fourth said that he was leaving the GOP and might run for president as an independent. Yes, the last. I mean, my introduction to an independent running for office was like Joe Lieberman. You remember? Oh yeah, of course. course. Yeah, yeah, big Joe. And so now you've got like independents, like the thing to do. People disenfranchised by their party. But you get like you get one percent election. Like you don't win. Happening. Yeah, and Murkowski won in Alaska too. But yeah, it'll. I don't know if he'll run for president, but it will be interesting because Trump's in this weird spot where he is not very popular personally, but people like what he's done with the economy and people like where they're at. And and it's hard to argue with what the economy's been. So, like, you have this personal – they don't like him personally. They like his things. Then they they like some of these Democrats personally, but, like, they don't like their policies. And then Amash is kind of a wild card who, in my opinion, would take away more from the left than the right. I agree. I agree. Hot take, but I agree with it. Okay. So um, Mark and I love to talk about capitalism. It's no secret that we love to talk. We do. We talk about it several times. I would say we love to. Well, we talk about it. We do talk about it. One of the things that I really... um, She's more of a nerd than I am. Yeah, I'm a huge nerd. But something that hit me, you know, right in the feels this week is... Is this where the feels are at? I've always <laughs> wondered. Okay, so that's where the feels are. Feels, right? I didn't. I didn't know. So it's kind of above your heart. That's like a. It's like a neck heart area. Yeah, okay, this is the feels. Upper body. Well, I'll, um, t- I'll make sure my doctor checks that next yeah, time. Yeah, check your feels. <laughs> um, they are taking. Um, Netflix is losing Friends and The Office. <laughs> friends is a show, by the way. They're not losing yeah, Friends. Exactly. I mean, they're losing Friends, too. I used to be a friend of Netflix. Okay. and they're <laughs> Two shows, two of the most popular shows on Netflix are leaving in the next couple of years. The Office is leaving, Friends leaving. They're going to different streaming services. Which honestly makes me feel like I would maybe not keep Netflix if The Office wasn't on there. I know. What else do I watch what on there? What watch? Exactly. But Bloodline. I mean, that's it. I'm thinking about the streaming services I have, which this is excessive, but I have YouTube TV, Amazon Prime, Netflix, Hulu, I mean, it's, how many do you pay for are those? I pay for all of them. It's okay, you, you don't steal other people's like have, stuff. No, other people steal my stuff. I'm okay, too generous. I'm changing my password. All you freeloaders. <laughs> um, but by the way, your computer password was interesting. <laughs> 
don't. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, but we. Um, we were just talking about how all of these streaming services are kind of taking over where cable has left off. I, I know that when Sling came out, and Sling That's was big the deal. service that you could pick and choose what channels you get rather than having to pay for this whopping package of channels. Like, That's why right. would you do that? And all of these streaming services are taking over where cable's leaving off, and this just goes to show what the market can create. That's right. My parents just got a UHD TV, some weird type of TV that looked awesome. But they, they had they had a Verizon. That's one of the choices in Pennsylvania. Like, I hate it. And I introduced them to um, the YouTube live TV so they are shocked by it so they have it on their computers you can still like I watch it on my phone you can watch so you have the, the live television package show and you can like put stuff on the cloud like you can record things like yes. three people can stream at once well, like it's, it's really, so much better and it's 50, 50, bucks, 50 a month. bucks a month it's really cool I've been in a situation recently where I was kind of in traveling through a rural area not a lot of good radio programs and um the bad weather started and I just pulled up I pulled over pulled up YouTube TV to their local channel and the weather guy was reporting on what was going on and so not while you were driving no, be clear. I pulled, okay. I pulled over okay just want to make sure and I just wanted to know what I was dealing with and so it's becoming this culture of everything we, as we know everything's right at our fingertips but even with cable which had a monopoly on television that's right because of the government yeah exactly now we've got these innovative services that are offering money to different networks and different shows. I mean, Friends is leaving, the office is leaving probably because they got a big, better deal That's right. to make more money on a different streaming service, and the streaming services are now competing against each other, which if if our experience is anything and our knowledge is anything, we know that when people start competing against each other, those prices are going to go down, and that's going to be legit. And that's right. I mean, that's capitalism. That's, that's why. Capitalism, that's why you don't. That's why you don't have Comcast anymore. One yes, choice capitalism. capitalism. Remember that. Boom. Okay. Last thing we want to talk about <laughs> is we got some. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. Uh, we've got some really cool things coming up at Beacon. Oh, so, super cool. Super cool. So decaf is a spinoff of our Facebook Live show over caffeinated that started before decaf did. We've talked about it before. How we have well-known guests that come on the show and. And we have got some really cool guests coming up. Mark has been working so hard to get these guests. Mark, I'm gonna let you. Oh man, because I appreciate it. I'm so I'm excited about I it. I know it's like we're having a pep rally. So and we have a couple of guests that are not completely confirmed yet, but are very famous singers. And I we won't. We, a little starstruck thinking. We about won't it. say them yet, but we have to, but our next guest is Phil Valentine, who yeah. is a national radio host. Yes. Very famous. We're uh, gonna be recording that at Tailgate Brewery next week. And you got us Tailgate, so yes. we'll get, we'll give you props where they're due yes. there. You got Tailgate. Um. So we got Phil Valentine, who's mm-hmm. great. We have. Uh, uh, Mayor Glenn Jacobs in September, who's Kane, the wrestler, yes. the old WWE wrestler, and, and, he's, and he's a and he's a very like popular, famous politician yes. over in Knox County. So he's great. And then we have the Instapundent, Glenn Reynolds. Yes. So we're going to be filming be so cool. twice in Knox County. Mm-hmm. And, and explain, too, so we're going to be doing this Glenn Reynolds interview live yes. from, was it Sutchery's? So, is that what it's called? Sutchery's High Gravity Tavern in their arcade room. So if you're in Knoxville and you want to come and meet the Beacon team and have a happy hour with us, we're going to be recording Over Caffeinated Live. It's, the info's on our Facebook. But we'll have a happy hour, grab a beer. Watch two, two, two free hours of beer, right? Two free hours of beer and snacks. We'll be recording the show. You get to meet us meet no, that, that's a negative don't, I mean, don't tell them that they don't want to meet us no no but it, i'll be there <laughs> um but it's a cool way to get involved and hear what beacon's doing and see what we're recording live, live, live yeah. right there um we're also doing a really cool thing for the mayoral election in nashville Woo! this is going to be really fun so we are doing live election night coverage mark and i will be covering the mayor's election in nashville live august on 1st Facebook on august 1st we'll be here starting at 6 p.m the polls will close at 7 and we'll be here as long as the 
results are coming in until we can call it. And, um, and we have some really cool information that even the news stations don't right. have. And we're going to be doing exit polling. Like we're going to, we're we the, are going to the polling places and doing exit polling ourselves to see where where Nashville might land before. And there's a lot of strategy. Like we, we pick the right precincts that we know are indicative of the city. So we have a lot of stuff that even the news media doesn't have. Nothing personal, Tennessee and or Channel Three, like no, great stations. But right now, we actually are the place to watch this results come and in. And we'll be live on Facebook, so you can access it on your phone, on your computer, wherever you are. You'll be able to watch our coverage and listen to what we've got going on. I'm going to be over caffeinated, by the way. I'm going to get a lot of energy drinks because we could be up late. We could be up really mm-hmm. late. We could be and pizza. Are we going to get pizza? Time. I thought tacos. Tacos sound good. Well, that's yeah. kind of messy though for a live show. So. We'll say pizza slash tacos. We'll <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> sponsor the show by sending us the pizza. Taco Bell, if you want to sponsor it. Can we get Taco Bell sponsor? Yeah. Let's ask them. Taco Bell, if you're listening, sponsor. We don't want money, just a lot of tacos. Chalupas. But we've got a lot of, all that to say, we've got a lot of exciting things coming up. Watch us on Facebook because we're going to be putting a lot of this out. We'll also record the election night coverage and put it up as a podcast. You can listen to it later and can, we'll we'll be comparing what we thought was going to happen with what actually happened live. And and I think that's going to be a cool thing that not a lot of stations are going to be offering. Not a lot of journalists are going to be offering oh and that was perfect that was perfect timing okay well thank you for listening and we will see you next week